Good morning. Today is Friday, May 27, 2022. We are known in the world as the people of the book, meaning the Torah. Our book is the Torah. We're the people of the book. Rabbi Avram Cook was the first Ashkenazi chief rabbi of Israel, and he was one of the great exponents of religious Zionism. In 1948, he gave a speech and he said that with the establishment of the State of Israel in 1948, we face enemies who fight for our destruction. And so, yes, we are the people of the book, but we must now also be the people of the sword. The people of the book cannot be detached and exempt from the sword. And the people of the sword cannot be detached and exempt from the book, from the Torah, which is the strength of our lives and the length of our days. The lessons of the Torah are crucially necessary to guide us in how to wield the sword. It was true in 1948 when Rav Cook spoke, and it is certainly just as true today. A religious sergeant in the IDF once expressed it this way, the physical battlefield is a place where one meets his or her creator. There are those who lose their humanity there. And there are those who can generate humanity, even on the battlefield. Now, in a certain sense, that's really a paraphrase of a pasuk, a verse in the Torah, in Dvarim, where the Torah says, Ki Hashem machanecha. Moshe tells the Jewish people, that God will travel with you, together with you in your military camp, and your military camp must be holy. What does it mean for a military camp to be holy? Well, among other elements, holiness consists of humane treatment of even inhumane opponents under inhumane circumstances. I am convinced that the IDF, Israel's Defense Force, is the most moral fighting force on earth. And we should be proud of our young men and women who are heroes, who risk their lives to defend and protect Israel, and who meet their Creator on the battlefield and enhance their humanity. And one necessary component of this pride is to recognize that the IDF is not perfect. Danny Zamir was a major 
in the IDF reserves. And he wrote, The greatness of an army lies in its aspiring to zero errors and its openness to examining its failures, finding them and fixing them. And that is the deepest and most practical meaning of Veheye Machanecha Kadosh. Our military camps must be holy. This Sunday, the 28th of ER, is Yom Yerushalayim. Three weeks ago, we celebrated Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel's Independence Day. We discussed last night and three weeks ago the spiritual significance of these days, the spiritual significance and dimension of Jerusalem and of Israel. But at the same time, both of these days are grounded in military battles. And so these are days that exemplify Rabbi Cook's teaching of combining the book, the Torah, and the sword. For us, each must be connected to the other at all times. Permit me to share with you a story that movingly expresses this. Ten years ago, I was on a mission to Israel and we visited a Moshav, which was also an army base, very, very small, at the northern tip of Israel on the border with Lebanon. And there was a female officer, a commander, who briefed us on the situation at that moment there. This woman was so young. She was about the age of our youngest daughter. And she was so professional. And she bears such heavy responsibility. So there's a group of us and this commander, and we're on the edge of the base of the Moshav. We're right on the border. We're standing at the top of a hill. It's a kind of a barren, rocky area. And we're standing at the top and we're looking out over a valley, a small valley. And on the other side of the valley is another hill. And there's a village, a tiny Arab village, just on the other side of the Lebanon border. It was very close, maybe a kilometer, maybe two kilometers away, but you could see it clearly. We could see the houses, the buildings. We could see the cars. It was right there in front of us, right in front of our eyes. She pointed to this village and she told us this town, this village that you see, it's filled with Hezbollah. There are missiles, there are weapons, and when they shoot a missile at us, we have nine seconds warning because it's so close. Nine seconds warning if a missile is being shot at us from this little village. And we have intelligence. We have imagery 
that shows us the locations of these missiles. And they're in civilian homes and schools, etc. We know this. We see the imagery. We know that it's there. We know exactly where these missiles are, but we don't attack without warning civilians. We send text messages, we make phone calls, we drop leaflets, etc., as they do even today in other places also, in Gaza, for example. This is the standard operating procedure. Whenever Israel is involved in an operation that is near civilian areas, and she explained to us, even though it means that their commanders will escape, because they're warned. So the commanders on, on the other side, they're going to run away as soon as we get the warning. They're going to escape. And it means that it will erode the military effectiveness just in order to enhance the ethical standard. We know what we're sacrificing by these warnings. But here's the thing. She lives there at this base, on this Moshav, on the border with Lebanon. She lives there with her family and she has two children. Now, if she hesitates to strike in order to protect their civilians, it increases the danger to our civilians. It increases the danger to her two children. Because nine seconds is not enough time to get to a place of safety once a missile has been launched. But she told us, yes, she is a mother, but at that moment, when she detects military activity just in the short distance, she's an IDF commander, and she makes her decisions based on the IDF ethics protocol, even as it increases the risk to her own children. So this Sunday, Yom Yerushalayim, I hope that you will join me in celebrating the miracle of Jerusalem today, as we discussed last night. But I also hope you will join me in thinking of this woman, this commander, this brave hero, and all the other men and women who are heroes of the IDF. May they be protected by God. And may they succeed in their mission. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.